This programme was first broadcast on Canterbury's community access radio station Plains FM 96.9 and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. which hopes to stimulate your interest in whatever topic we happen to be talking about every fortnight and then send you off to Facebook um, so that you can follow up with links and book recommendations via the listings on our Plainly Down a Rabbit Hole Facebook page. Also, every broadcast we usually play two or three tracks of music and you can find listings and links to YouTube clips uh, for the music as well. We're here. We are here. Woo-hoo. Yes, Lou's back. How are you, Lou? I am absolutely fantastic. Oh, isn't that it's so good to hear? Because it's been a long time since you've oh, been able to say that. You just can't believe how happy I have been in the last week, realising that I have my life coming back to me. Great to have you back. Thank you, Jane. You're looking very lovely today, I must say. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. Um, but first of all, I've got, um, I suppose, one or two personal messages to pass on. So I'm not very conversant with Facebook and I'm not very interested in learning it either. So it c- came as a pleasant surprise when I discovered that there are a few people who are following uh, Plainly Down a Rabbit Hole via Facebook and uh, uh, somebody new came uh, and joined us a few days ago, I think. And that somewhere in amongst there, also somebody gave us um, a comment that was very positive. And that's lovely. Absolutely lovely. It's uh, quite thrilling. However, our biggest fan, Lou, is somebody who lives in the United States called Bronwyn. Hi, Bronwyn. And <laughs> And Bronwyn has sent me some emails that are beautifully written. I, I really think, Bronwyn, you should take up uh, writing professionally. But, but they're just d- delightful to read. So much so that um, I find it difficult to reply because I can't write like that. So I think this is perhaps what I'm better at doing. Dear Bronwyn, your letters are such an encouragement. I absolutely love them. Of course, you are completely biased uh, because you're a dear friend who um, I miss, I have to say, so much since you departed uh, Christchurch. But thank you. Thank you so much. I've I've read them several hundred times. Just love them. Um, Always great to hear from you. Thank you so much. If you ever feel like writing in one of the public comments, that, that would be great, actually. Um, because apparently that increases the numbers of people that we might attract to listen. We Um, like everybody's comments. Sorry? We love everybody's comments. Well, unless they were bad. 
No, we can learn from those. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll just redirect them to you then. Okay. Um, so on with the Motley. What, what's the subject today? The subject is, broadly speaking, we're just going to pick out one or two little aspects of the fashion industry. Clothing. Uh, the industry is in a state of flux. Well, I think all industries around the world are in a state of flux because of COVID. And it may not be temporary. I mean, I, I think it's the way that we shop. It's, it's that we're going online much more. Um, but it's also what we're buying, how much we're buying, where we're buying it from. Yeah. Um, there's me- meaning not just whether it's being bought in a mall, but where it's being produced. You know, is it local? Is it overseas? What are the conditions of people who work making those cheap T-shirts? Or mm, I'd love to hear from our audience if they want to put something on Facebook about what they think in terms of the ecological choices of our clothing, the climate change. Do you go for cotton? Does it matter to you? Quite so. That would be very interesting. Let's take up um, a couple of things about retail uh, in this big sense, but it certainly, certainly includes clothes. So one of them was a fairly interesting talk online. I I don't know that I'm going to put this... I've got a bit of a problem, actually, with links this week. So the link to this, I'm not sure I'm going to put it up on um, (laughs) Facebook because I didn't think the whole... You know, it lasted over an hour and some of it was a bit boring, to be honest. So I'll just tell you the bits that I thought were were quite good. Okay. So they had two speakers on there and one of them was a guy called Paco Underhill who I came across, I don't know, about 12, 15 years ago um, in the library. There was a book that I've checked. It's sadly, again, another link that I can't do. Um, It's not available anymore at the library. But it was, he's written a few and there is one of his books there. Um, But the one that I had read was, uh, it's like an overview of how we shop. Mm. And when I read, I remember actually laughing out loud at quite a bit of it. Um, So I'll give you an example. Yeah. Um, So he's talking about uh, department stores and... You know, there's exceptions to this, but depending on the sort of layout, uh, the main entrance will have normally, if they can do it, off to the right as you enter them from the main entrance. Off to the right will be menswear. Okay. And the reason they do that is because most men, I mean, that he's stereotyping yep. enormously because he's trying to. Get them, you know, whatever the dominant way somebody behaves, obviously that's the one that the shop wants to go with. Yes. But it means that you are stereotyping. Yeah, yeah. So the reason that you put menswear off to the right is that if you watch people entering a large store, once they've got in, there's usually either you can go to the right or you can go to the left. Mm. And most people will dive for the, the tend to go to the right. Mm. Maybe because most of us are right handed, yeah. but whatever reason. That's what we tend to do. Okay. Well, why do you put menswear off to the right? Well, that's because women, the difference between men and women shopping for clothes. Let me guess. Mm -hmm. Women will persevere and um, find what it is that they want, and men will not go to that length 
Yes, you're absolutely right. Oh, yeah. Um, furthermore, in the clothing section, the changing rooms in the women's area, uh, well, if it's nearby, that's great. So they're not going to do this deliberately. But if there isn't a very good place to put the changing rooms in the women's clothing They'll put it area, at the back. Oh, they'll stuff it anywhere because the women will go and find the frigging changing room. Yes. <laughs> Whereas men will just go, oh, it's fine. It'll, it'll do. <laughs> uh, and in fact, they have to be encouraged. So in the men's department, you have to put the uh, changing rooms very prominently marked and yes. close by. Yes. Now, that kind of thing made me roar with laughter because <laughs> my uh, late husband absolutely fulfilled this, or, yeah. or, and so did I in my way. So I read this book, thought it was a great book. I, I thoroughly enjoyed reading it. So he was on this YouTube discussion, Zoom meeting thing just recently, talking about COVID. Now, some of his predictions in the long run, we're already seeing some of this, like... There's shops closing down. I, I read in the press and on stuff that I think every mall in Christchurch has got some shops closing, maybe on average about six, something like that, per mall so far. Wow. Um, most of them are also fashion. They're um, not exclusively, though, but a lot of them are the fashion, you know, for young people that I just feel silly even walking into. So, yeah, they're, they're not doing well. And he, Underhill, was saying that even before the pandemic, in the United States are, I think, the oldest malls in the world. I think they kind of started in the States. So that's there now. The oldest ones are about 30 years old. Yeah. Getting, probably getting a bit tatty. Yeah. Um, but even before COVID, they were not quite as popular as they used to be. But now with COVID, they're actually getting even less popular quite mm. suddenly. Mm. Why is that? Well, maybe people are a little bit circumspect about going into a, uh, an enclosed space, uh, albeit uh, quite a big space, but with lots of people during COVID. That may be one explanation. But I think another one is that, um, that Underhill was also saying, is that m much more stuff is being sold online, including clothes. Yeah. So things are changing. But he had a, a, an interesting solution to what to do with the buildings, these you know, the brick and mortar mm. part of that business of malls, which was to call them alls without the M and depending on the design, maybe closing off one section of a mall, getting rid of all the interior walls and so on to do with having shops and instead convert them into residential areas so that you end up with a shopping mall or now a shop, no, just an all where the, there's residents and so you've got shops immediately on hand but this becomes a community instead of this place that you have to travel from the other side of a city to get to and, and so on I, I think this is exciting oh, uh, possibility does sound exciting yeah I love it how about we take a break have a piece of music this first song is um, it's Fred Astaire I mean, when did Fred Astaire live? It's a long time ago. But it is him singing. The song is it's a great song, uh, but it's been upgraded by Club de Beluga. So it has this sort of old-fashioned and yet modern take to it. And it's called Putting on the Ritz.
see a well-to-do Up and down Park Avenue On that famous thoroughfare With their uses in the air High hats and arrow collars White spats and lots of dollars Spending every dime For a wonderful time Now if you're blue and you don't know where to go to Why don't you go where fashion sits? Different types of wear a day coat, pants with stripes and cut away coat, perfect fits. Put no fits. Dressed up like a million dollar trooper, trying hard to look like Gary Cooper. Super duper, come let's mix where Rockefellers walk with sticks or umbrellas in their midst. Putting on the wrist. Honestly, the links and stuff are really messed up this week. Uh, here's another example of how messed up this is. I heard some weeks ago a podcast that was dealing with the next subject I'm going to mention. And I thought I'd bookmarked it, but I didn't bookmark it. And I have I actually spent hours a couple of days ago searching again for this particular podcast and I cannot find it. And eventually I just thought, this is silly. Um, I just haven't. So, yeah. I'm going to have to tell you about it. So it's a sort of reverse link. 
there's no link. I'm just going to have to <laughs> tell you all about what I can remember. One problem in the clothing industry that causes a lot of waste, and it's not far from the only one, but one problem is when people buy clothes, say, online, but even in store, actually, but particularly online, and it doesn't fit them. Mm. I think women are especially aware of this problem. Yes. Women's sizes are just all over the place, in my experience. But anyway, this is a big problem. So what happens? Well, if you do that, you usually have a facility to be able to take back the garment that doesn't fit you and exchange it, get a different size, whatever. But what happens to the garments that are returned? Well, apparently, uh, they're, they're now out of sync with the rest of those items. Right. You know, so this is problematic because they're going to have to go back to a warehouse and you've got to find the right area where they are, blah, blah. Um, So often they end up maybe going into sale so they don't have to be re, you know, found to their particular place. But also, I'm afraid they can end up in landfill. Goodness. Which is not good for the company, waste of money. It's not good for the customer because they haven't got, you know, they've got to go through all that trouble. Mm. And it's certainly not good for the environment. So what to do? And this program, this section on a podcast, was talking about new developments going on. And one of them is that companies will be able to use some software online and you measure yourself yep. and you put those measurements into a piece of software. And then it puts the clothing on you and you can see. No. No, <laughs> then when you've picked whatever it is that you want, it may be able to show you what it would look like on your figure. That would be good. But when it's made, it's made to your measurements. <gasps> wow. So that when it comes through, it you know it's going to fit you. But what if some people like a tight T-shirt and some people, like me, like a much more well, of a loose-fitting... Well, you can fitting. program that into the software. Yeah. You can say, you know, do you want a loose-fitting, tight-fitting, whatever. Yes. Brilliant. Yes. Absolutely brilliant. Right, let's have another piece of music. So this, again, you've got to listen to the lyrics of this one. In fact, I would highly recommend you uh, either going to our link on Plainly Down a Rabbit Hole Facebook page or just go on YouTube and, and, uh, Google and, and, and do a search on YouTube. This is Christy McCall with a song called In These Shoes. I once met a man with a sense of adventure. He was dressed to thrill wherever he went. He said, let's make love on a mountaintop. Stars on a big hard rock I said in these shoes I don't think so I said Honey Let's do it here So I'm sitting at a bar In Guadalajara In walks a guy With a faraway look in his eyes He said I've got a powerful horse outside Climb on the back, I'll take you for a ride I know a 
I hope you enjoyed that. Lou, it seems to me that we have slightly, not completely, but slightly different ways of expressing ourselves vis-a-vis clothes. So what's your take on, on clothes? Well, over the last week, I've been thinking about my clothing and um, the psychology of clothing and what it says about me. And it's been a really interesting thing to consider at length. I am a very practical person and this has come out. So I'm kind of a a straight up, plain, simple type person. I'm not glittery, colourful, lacy or particularly feminine. I like colour and the play of colour. At the moment I'm into royal blue and turquoise, maybe a dull green and black. Black's pretty much a basic. I'm a jeans, black t-shirt most of the time. I have looked not only at my my clothing, but actually all of mm, expressive... Your style. Yeah, that's right. So my car, it's very practical. There is nothing nice about it. I, I can attest to that because <laughs> I, I have actually been in that car and it is very much from getting to A to B. It's my workhorse. It's a station wagon. Yes. It's got a tow bar and... That's perfect. Tow bars. Don't you just love tow bars? I'd never buy a car without a tow bar. Yeah, they're indispensable. Too too much firewood and and all of that. They should be standard. 
Yes. It's where we're kind of similar, isn't it? But uh, we both like practical oh, things. Absolutely. So have you got any clothes that you've ever spent quite a lot of money on? I've got a pair of turquoise leather boots. Have you? I haven't oh, seen them. No, the zip's gone on one of them and it breaks my heart and I'm going to try and get it replaced. I must say, by the way, for all you people out there listening, or Bronwyn, <laughs> <laughs> that Lou is looking particularly <laughs> nice today. She, You know, she's got a coherent sort of look. Took me ages, Jane. <laughs> Oh, thanks. She said it would never seen me in a skirt, so I put one of my skirts on. And then... yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't believe just how normal she looked. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, she does. Maybe I should take a picture of you <laughs> with my new camera and put it up on Facebook. That'll be a bit tricky, wouldn't it? Why would that be tricky? Well, because I don't haven't used the camera so far. You're <laughs> or right. Uploaded photos to Facebook or Should I cut off your head? Yeah. You'd rather <laughs> not have your head? I haven't had a haircut. I won't do your head. Okay. Well that's no, that's that's not a good look. Breathe in. did that deliberately I've no idea is that in focus I've no idea I'm just so I might post that on Facebook I think we're kind of coming towards the end so let's say goodbye eh, Lou um, yep, see you in next a couple time. of weeks thank you everybody for tuning in and please go and check out the Plainly Down a Rabbit Hole Facebook page tell us what you think uh, yeah, look, give us a rating. Bronwyn, go and write something about us. Bye-bye.